I love this song, by the way. It is considered to be an absolute classic in jazz. And the song is Sing, 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 Benny Goodman and his orchestra. It was done in 1938 in January of that year at Carnegie Hall in New York. One of the first, first times they ever played it in public. And it changed music forever. Believe me when I tell you, it is an incredible song. I do know this. This is a song I definitely want to play to my funeral. And I've told everybody that who will listen, please play it at my funeral. It's a great, great song. People look at me like I'm crazy, but it is. Believe me. What a way to make a Saturday night. Just sitting. I sat there before the show thinking, what do I want to play to start? And I was ready to hit Miles Davis up like I usually do. I thought, no, I want to hear Sing, Sing, Sing. So I, I kicked that one in, and hopefully you liked it anyway. My name is Jeff Hare. name of the program is Did You Hear That with my producer, Russ Omar. Just sitting here in paradise. Absolutely right there. Russell sitting there in paradise as it is. Anyway, you ever think about the one that got away? By the way, before we get started, I do got to do get this in. Headsweats.com. If you're a weekend duffer or an elite athlete for all your sportswear needs, it's headsweats.com. I just happened to see their catalog again. I looked at it today. I'm supposed to be getting some stuff. Should be here any day. And I'll send you some pictures. Believe me, you like it. It's good stuff. So be sure to check it out. Anyway, you ever think about that one that got away? Not necessarily a woman or a man or whatever. I mean, your lady, your man, obviously, your man, woman, you know, one that got away. Everybody talks, oh, that was one that got away. No. Talk about a job or career opportunity that you may not have realized at the time. But looking back at it later, you think, you know, what would have happened if I would have just maybe did something a little bit different? You ever wonder that? In my case, yeah, I have. Now, I'm, before I get started, I want to say I love my job. I've been doing it now for since 1982, and I've been with the same company since Twenty-eight years. I had to do the math in my head. Twenty-eight years. I've been with the same company. I have no regrets. I wouldn't change anything. I have a great life, and it's been fabulous. But every once in a while, I'll just think, you know, what would have happened in that day in 1979 if I just thought things a little differently? 1979, as I said, was a year. I was at Wayne State College. My football career had just come to an end, and I was just kind of doing what all 18-year-old kids will do—just kind of hanging out, waiting for things to happen. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go out and. So any more ambition than I have to. I'm a kid in college and just living away from home and just living it up in my own little way. I had a buddy of mine who worked at a radio station, okay? And one night we're sitting around having a drink or two and we're talking and he says, hey, by the way, I ran into a guy on campus. His name's Kevin. He wants to talk to you. He says to me, so yeah, I know Kevin. He said, yeah, he, he and his wife lived in our dorm. Uh, they were the dorm supervisors. Uh, she was, and he had a job at the, at the school. And he said, yeah, Kevin wants to talk to you. Uh, he's got an opportunity for you. He really wants you to look at. I said, sure, no problem. So went back to the dorm and knocked on his door, and he showed up. And he said, yeah, he says, uh, his job was sports information director. Now, at the time, sports information directors, there wasn't a lot of them. Most of your smaller schools didn't have them. Most people didn't even know what they are. A lot of people don't even know what they do now. But really what a sports information director does at a college or university is they handle all, like, the media requests that are dealing with schools athletic programs okay so like if a newspaper guy wants to talk to a football coach they go to the sports information director who sets it up okay or if you want to talk to a player if you want to talk to you know somebody on the basketball team you just say hey i want to talk to this player and they set it all up for you they also handle all your press conferences and media requests for ball games and all that kind of thing just anything that's generally related to the media and getting the message out goes to the sports information director now, most schools have big departments to do that. It's a lot of work. Okay, at the time, Wayne State hired a guy, it was just him. And he was living in the dorm with his wife, who was a dorm director. Okay, 
and he needed some help. Now, the reason he needed help is that during the games, the sports information directors, and they do this to this day, they provide a running commentary of what happens during the game, and they give it to the media, and then they send a copy to the league office. Okay, so the league office has a permanent record of every game ever played based on what the SID tells them that happened during the game. So, for instance, in my case, if I'm sitting there doing it to him and he's typing everything up, I would say, like, uh, Jones passes to Smith, who shoots from 10 feet, makes it uh, 10.55 to go in the second quarter. And he types that up, per se. Going on the other side, Fred Flintstone passes to Barney Rubble, who misses a shot, Smith rebounds, 10.42 to go in the game. And then, you know, you're doing writing a running commentary. That's hard to do for one person. Okay, I mean, it really is. Now, and this guy was hired to do that. Well, he brings me in and says, hey, I need some help. That's where we'll start. We'll do these games, and you'll work in my office, help me answer the phone, help me get the media credentials ready, make sure everybody has what they need. It's a it's a big job. And, hey, I'm, I'm all for it. He's, so he said, come on down to the office tomorrow, we'll talk. So the next day, I went down to the office, and 30 seconds into what he wants, he looks at me and says, you're the guy. You're exactly what I wanted. He says, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to start tomorrow night. we got a basketball game. Can you help me? Absolutely. And so I went out there, and I, I did that with him. They call that job spotter, by the way, who basically tells the person, you know, like if you watch a game on TV or the radio and they say our spotter has been such and such, what the spotter does is the one that sits behind him and tells them all that. Helps them see the numbers and who made, who does what. They have the person that does that. So that's what I was going to do with him. I was going to be his spotter and work for him in his department, right? Looked like a great job working for the sports information director and I'd be able to go all over, handle it, go to games on the road. Go, I mean, it would have been a great gig. Five bucks an hour? I mean, hey, 1979? I'd do that for that now if they offered it. But anyway, and hot dogs, too. I get the free hot dogs at the arenas. So, hey, I was all for it. So we do the first game, and it goes spectacularly. It goes incredibly well. We we get it done at halftime. We get the first half stats, run down to his office in the copy machine, make copies for all the media members, run them back up, give them to everybody on press row, grab a hot dog, sit down and do the same thing in the second half, and we are cooking, man. We get this thing rocking and rolling, and everything is going great, and it's over, and he's just thanking me. He said, Jeff, this is better than I thought. This is going to be fabulous. I think you got something here. I think we got something here. Okay. Hey, stop down at my office tomorrow morning. We'll do the W-4 forms. We'll get everything sent off like we need to, the I-9s, all the forms, and get you paid. Okay, no problem. So the next day, I went down to his office, and first thing he says is, I got a problem. Preston University doesn't think I need help. He doesn't even know what this job is. He's kind of wondering why they even hired one, and he's not going to approve the budget. So, sorry. Okay, well, it was fun. Thanks, and I left. Now, thinking back at it, Probably what I should have done is sit down with him and say, tell you what, let's do it for free. I'll help you on my own time. Pay me in hot dogs at the at the arena. Give me some stupid title, you know, director of hot dog eating or mustard or something like that. I learn everything I can and I put on a resume and then you can be my contact. And then if I go to try to get another job or if the school decides to eventually put someone on, I've got the experience that I've done it. We'll do it for free, call it an internship or whatever, but let's make it work. I didn't do that. Instead, I got a job at a radio station and did the games play-by-play on the radio, which is fine. I enjoyed that. That was fun, too. But ultimately, at the end, the whole thing of the SID thing might have been a cool thing because, hey, that's, that's a big-time job at colleges and universities now. You know what I mean? I mean, gee. So, anyway, I guess... You know, I haven't thought too much about it over the years, but as I got older, I thought, you know, that really would have been a thing if I would have just used my head. Problem is, 18-year-old kids don't know what they think they know. 
That's the, that's the whole thing. Kids don't know anything they think they know. And I kind of fit into that group there. I didn't have any idea what I was thinking. So looking back at it, I think, you know, that there was a lesson to be learned, and that lesson was real simple, and, and, and that is, you know, too many times people, they, they tell you they can't do something, and it's just because they just don't want to give it the effort, or they don't want to put the extra thought into it, or what, what can we do to make it happen? I, I, people come to me all the time, and they'll say, oh, I can't do this, or I can't do that. Why not? Well, they told me I can't. Who's they? You know? You control your own destiny. You control what you can make it in your life. I'm not giving my future to anybody. Okay, my future is mine. I'm going to decide what I'm going to do, right or wrong. I'm going to make those decisions. And, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And a lot of people come out and they don't use the creative thinking sometimes to think, hey, here's my goal. What can I do to make it that way? Instead, they let people throw obstacles and barriers. And it's easier to let other people who are thinking for them. Well, I want to do this, but they told me I couldn't, so I can't do that. Well, yeah, but maybe you can. Maybe you can put a little more thought and effort into it. And I tell that to people all the time, and I guess that's the lesson I probably learned. But, again, looking back at it, it's been a lot of years ago, and I have no regrets on anything. It's just, you know, like I say, sometimes it's kind of fun just to sit back and say, you know, what would have happened? As far as Kevin goes, he went on to become a sports information director at the University of Maryland. From there, he went to the Big 12 Conference as a conference commissioner. And then onto the Big Ten Television Network, where he did a lot of work with them over the years, helping them uh, put that together. So he made out all right. I may send him an email. That might be fun. I've done that before, you know. You really want to make someone's day. Find someone in your life that meant something to you that you probably never think very, don't think very much out of. And you look back in time and think, you know, that person really did me a solid and was a good, you know, pretty good Joe and helped me out. Send him an email. A lot of times they may not remember you. But it makes their day. It really does. And they'll come back and think, man, I don't remember who that guy is. But, man, I, I got a smile today because that person sent me an email and made life good. So that's what I would tell you. But anyway, so it's been fun. It's been a great, uh, you know, great line. And like I said, I'm just not going to let anybody else tell me, you know, from now on. And I'm not from now on. I've done the last few years. But when people come to me and say, hey, what do I need to do? What do I, you know, I just can't make it work. Well, you can. You got to put a little bit of thought, a little bit of time, a little bit of effort into it. So anyway, okay, rest of the week. We got a personal week coming up tomorrow night. One you'll probably recognize, uh, you know, but I won't say any more because I don't want to make it too easy for you. Did you hear that in conversation coming up Wednesday? I got a good interview uh, with uh, pickleball. We're going to talk about pickleball, what it is. And I sit here with one knee that I can barely stand on, but hey, I'm enjoying. It. I still enjoy loving playing pickleball. We're going to talk about that at length on on uh, our. Did you hear that in conversation? We got more coming up after that. I got some great guests lined up over the next few weeks. So please, if you haven't had a chance to catch that, that is a new part. Did you hear that? Did you hear that in conversation? I get a lot of response to it. People really like it. And I enjoy I'm learning a lot every single week. So in the meantime, I'm going to go back to one of my favorite songs. Sing, sing, sing the Benny Goodman Orchestra. And I'm going to just kind of take it easy for the rest of the Saturday night. And have a great weekend tomorrow. I hope you do the same. This is Jeff. The name of the program is Did You Hear That? We'll talk soon.